Hello. Hello. And welcome to Pop Tarts. Bim, 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 bim. Thank you for comparing me to Beyonce. You're welcome. I'm Emily Rems. I'm Callie Watts. We are both editors at Bust Magazine in Brooklyn, New York. We love talking to each other about pop culture. We love talking to you about pop culture. And today, we've got great guests. We are going to be talking about the U.S. government and how it became the world's worst reality show. (laughs) And our guests today, helping us tackle this crazy topic, are comedian Lizzie Stewart. Hello, Lizzie. Hello. And campaign staffer and political strategist. You've got it. You got it. And campaign staffer and political strategist Arden Walentowski. Hello. Hello. Together, Lizzie and Arden are the hosts of Let's Get Civical a funny and very feminist podcast that unpacks government structures in a way we can all understand and that makes us more informed citizens as a result. Welcome, Lizzie and Arden. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. I feel great. I feel great. Lizzie and Arden, give us a quick overview of your careers up until this point and how you came together to host a podcast about civics. Lizzie, you can go first. Oh, my God. Amazing. Great. Because I was supposed to be like, Arden, you go first. You go first. No, no, no. Um, so I was and still am an actor. I moved to New York City to become an actor, which was like kind of avant-garde. It's not something you see a lot here in the city. You know, I'm just like, I really branched out in a way that was kind of beautiful and nuanced. Um, so I came to the city um, and I, I got training because... I mean, I never do anything half-assed. Um, and then wh- after I graduated and got a BFA, which is an incredibly useful piece of paper, I highly <laughs> I recommend. I got one of those too. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not. just, oh, wow. Well, you know, it's okay. You know, it, this isn't like an elitist thing, but I can't recommend it enough. It's really opened a lot of doors <laughs> for me. Um, so I got a BFA and then I was like, wait, I'm funny. Uh, and then I started doing the the comedy world. I started off in sketch comedy and then I was like, I just need to, it just needs to be me. It just <laughs> needs to be me and the mic. And oh, it's gonna be me. It's gonna be me tomorrow. I yeah, exactly. We were talking about that today in the office. I love it. The it's the best meme. Justin Timberlake. She hadn't heard of it before. You haven't heard of it? I just learned out what. I just learned what it's gonna be May. Real, wait, wow. today. Now there's something that I know that you did. I know. Yeah. Look, That's a meme I know. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, and so then I became a comedian, and Arden and I met at work, and she approached work me. Work where? We work. We both worked at the Atlantic Theater Company. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I trained, and now I, you know, they because I was very impressive, they asked me back to be mm-hmm. the receptionist <laughs> of the company. So you know, it's just like. I like don't take me you know I know everybody looks at me and they're like wow how do I like get like that just like mm-hmm. don't don't worry you 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 too can be a receptionist if you try um and yeah so we met there and she had this idea for this podcast and she proposed to me to be her host for this podcast did and she get down on bended knee and propose to be a, a she podcast host? didn't but she, you took me to breakfast I did, I did. <laughs> she oh took me God, to breakfast yeah and then you said it's gonna be my it's gonna be my and you and yes, 
cute. And that's my story. That's how I got involved. Yeah. Arden. Um, I, well, I too was once upon a time an actor. <clears throat> yeah. That's wow. how we, we both ended up in Atlanta. Do, 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 do. School. Yeah. Um, I was an actor and then, uh, I started working on campaigns and decided I wanted to get into politics. And so I went to Columbia and studied political science. Worked and on tell camp- us about the campaigns that you were on. Um, I've done a couple city and state campaigns and then I ran, I was chief of staff for a congressional primary race, um, last year in 2018. Um, the Jonathan Lewis campaign for Congress. We ran against a 30 plus year incumbent. Love the incumbents. Love the incumbents. It was, uh, we didn't win, uh, which is why I'm here. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't win, but it was, you know, it was. But chief of staff. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, so. that's so crazy. I will never be chief of staff of anything. I'm just like chief, chief of staff of, of you. I was going to say, you were chief of staff of my life. I love it. It's so romantic. <laughs> um, yeah. And then after the 2016 election, you know, I was you know like we all were just like kind of so dismayed mm. about the state of our country and like I felt like I had had the rug pulled out from under me and then like was beaten multiple times with that rug um and so I was like we need I need to do something productive and I feel like I was watching a lot of news and a lot of the stuff that was being said on the news was kind of presumed that everybody had a base level of civics and a base level of like yeah. American politics so that people know what like that like you can just impeach a president like you can just do it and it's just gonna happen I mean that's not the case at all it's a huge process and has never actually happened and is like is you know it's hard and people should know like what those processes are so anyway I had this idea for a podcast and I needed a co-host and so I took Lizzie to breakfast and the rest, and the is, rest is, as they say, history. history. Her I'm so happy that you did because this, I mean, like never before, I feel like I need to know how this government works. And mm-hmm. the more I want to know, I feel like the less I do know because a little information is a dangerous thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. there's really a lot to know. There's mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very grateful that you guys are doing what you're doing because you. you're opening up new doors in my mind regarding Yay. how our government works. All the time. That's so great. I'm so excited. I opened the show by joking that the U.S. government right now feels like the world's worst reality show. Mm-hmm. And part of me thinks that's good because more people are paying attention to politics than ever before because mm-hmm. it's so salacious and weird and surprising and um, just unprecedented in so many ways. And maybe it's good that we're, hey, paying attention to the government that we are living under. But... At the same time, politics has become so sensationalized, it's tempting to just not take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Even though these are things that really concretely affect people's lives. What do you see as the benefits and the hazards of the public consuming politics as a form of pop culture? Oh, that's such a good question. I mean, the benefit is, I think you said it, that people are willing to consume something they find entertaining. And so they're willing to pay a little bit more attention to the things that are super sexy, like there's nothing I, the sexy about our li- government. <laughs> the first thing that literally popped into my head was the kids who were being held in cages, and I was like, "That's oh not sexy." My God. But it's like a big topic that people—it's sensationalism. Yeah. Thank you. Like, it's, and people keep getting voted off the island, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, it, yeah, they're they're you know, it's like, what can you what can you do wrong? Like, what's the next barometer yeah, who's of the wrong? Next guy to get? I can't even remember everybody that's been involved with his cabinet. 
Oh, oh no, man, nearly it's... like even he never even fully staffed in the first place. No. And he's no, never had he a complete never will. staff at I any have, point. I would put cash down that he will never fully staff. No, no, because no. at this he point we're more than two two years in, and it's like you can't even. You're now starting over. You've got like three yeah. three OG cabinet members, and I I don't know how like he cannot find people to do it. <laughs> So shocked. I don't know how you ever get to the I full shocked. shocked, shocked and dismayed. <laughs> I don't know how you ever get to a full cabinet, but like, that's like in terms of the pop culture thing, I think that's, you know, people are paying attention. Like, I don't know that people would have known that under Obama or even under Bush, like for as much as people disagreed with Bush mm-hmm. or even Obama for that matter. Like that wasn't like a, a widespread idea of like, I know like this, I'm re- I don't like this cabinet nominee. Like, I hope they get defeated in the Senate. Like, there right, wasn't a yeah. common conversation that was yeah, had we before. Have the internet. I and didn't know who was fierce. the Secretary yeah. of Education until I hated Betsy DeVos right. yeah. with the white hot intensity of a thousand suns. 100%. 100% yeah. 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 I think, yeah, another positive that's coming out of a really big negative is it, it is sort of increasing um, turnout. I mean, voter turnout is our mm. already like it's it's always been abysmal in the United States, and it still is. But it, we are seeing an increasing number of voter turnout, especially among young voters, which are historically very unpredictable voters. And we've been le- leaving this country up to like the kind of fifty plus margin mm-hmm. of voters. Um, so I think that this what's happening, this reality show, has invigorated your sort of younger brackets of, of yeah. people to be like, I really don't like this. And the only thing I can kind of do is vote. Right. So, you know, that, that is a positive thing that is coming out of this. And I, I'm curious to see what 2020, especially in the presidential election, how those numbers compare. Yeah. Um, the kids are doing the most right now. Yeah. Man, we did not. Don't those underestimate. Those kids are so fucking motivated. I know. Shit. Like we would do small school. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like try to like get people to register things. Yeah. When I was are you in talking about like school. the Stoneman Douglas kids and stuff? Yeah. Those fucking high schoolers that are like, oh, we will. We're going to change this. Right. Because this is directly affecting me, old man. Yes. Yeah. At least something is happening. They're not going to let this shit show keep riding. I hope not. Yeah, I mean, our yeah. future rests with our youth, and I, I put my, I put my hope in them. It's time for the baby boomers to die. Sorry. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, strong statement. Oh, sword. We remember. <laughs> um, but politically speaking, they're yeah, they fucked us for too long. Sit oh a, man, sit this yeah. boat aside. Old, yeah, old just people. sit it out. You know, yeah. take a. Take Although a I don't know lap. that I want like a thirty-seven-year-old as president, like. No, that just I'm not against me. it, but I'm not. I mean, if we're, I don't know if we should really go into who we support already. But right, no, I mean, like you can put that person aside. I just like if you are, you know, that's really young, and depending on what your position was before that, like they're oh, but weren't they like babies back in the OG? How old was what was our youngest president? Oh, our youngest oh. president. That's a great question. Everybody died. It's not JFK, but Everybody he was very young. young. But he was in his, young-ish. he was 40, maybe? 40 or yeah, 42? He, he was in his early 40s. Maybe, yeah. Well, if we're talking about it, let's talk about it. Let's talk about these people. Oh, I my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to talk. So wow. Oh, my vegetables. God. Wow. Holy shit. Pieces of paper. Printouts of <gasps> all of the Democratic 
Oh, we're Holy gonna go. We're going shit. to go. Holy shit! Wait, these are all of them. Like, these so are all of them. of them. We're gonna go. Oh my in. god! Can Why we... don't we just like point at them and name? I'm gonna them. ask one at a time alphabetically, which right. is fair. Yeah. I want to know your thoughts, <gasps> and if you have no thoughts, you can just say I have no thoughts. Oh, or pass. oh my god! Oh my god! This is my like this is sex for me. Yeah. I am so excited about I'm this. Aroused. I need to know Emily. You brought how it. to feel. And you guys are experts, and I think that we can hash it out. Great. So let's start with the letter B, oh Papa boy. Joe Biden. Papa Joe Biden. Um, tell me how I'm supposed to feel. Okay, I will preface this by saying, because of the Electoral College, there are literally like five to eight states that matter. It doesn't actually matter what the bunch of New Yorkers think, because that state's going to go blue anyway. So like, truth. If you're talking about Joe Biden... I'm not a fan of Joe Biden. I know you're not. I... <laughs> He's very handsy. He's handsy, but I also he's feel handsy like and he didn't understand how to apologize to Anita Hill. Yeah. That that's actually the stuff that bothers me more. The handsy stuff because he does it to literally everybody. It doesn't like, matter if you're a man or a woman. But like, it's indicative is, of a lack of boundaries. I it think, totally I think is. A lot but of Southern I, people and a lot of Chileans, which I'm married into, they just go for the hug. Mm-hmm. No, we are Joe is Chilean. Time. Did you not know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's some people are just like the Southern people that i know they always hug mm-hmm. yeah very yeah. Hug, huggy yeah and the chileans do the kisses mm-hmm. yeah i think people are now coming to the idea that you have to say is it okay yeah if, right if i do that so i kind of give him a pass on that because mm-hmm. i think he's just that's old polite yeah i think that's i feel the same yeah um with that said i i'm not excited about joe biden nothing about joe biden not excites excited. me <laughs> Um, I do think yeah. that he has a chance to beat Trump, and that's yep. how, kind of how you have to think he about it. He appeals to the middle of the road. He appeals you, to the yes. baby boomers. And yes. he's a former vice president, which, like, that historically is, like, very helpful, yeah. you know, especially since we're going against an incumbent president. So it's we're looking less at, like, who do we love, and it's more about who do we think has the right. best chance against Trump. And he is up there. Yeah. If I wanted to play that game... Tell me. Yes, I would say he's okay. But mm-hmm. I'm... When it comes to the primaries, I'm more about who rides with my values totally. all the mm-hmm. way. Not and Joe so Biden. And he would not get my primary, no. but no. I wouldn't no. cry if I had to vote for him. You totally. Know? Agreed. Like, Agreed. I would do it. I'd be yeah. like, Uncle Joe, here yeah. we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't... I wouldn't be stoked about it, but he right. wouldn't totally. be my primary at all. No, I agree. And I agree with the Anita Hill stuff. I feel like, dude, if you wait till three weeks before you're announcing your president presidential campaign, you know, like, are you sorry? No. You yeah. waited too long. No, you waited not. way too long. I'm not no, sorry. Not. Not and sorry. also then she I'm was like, sorry. I don't accept your apology. I'm not sorry. But Beyonce would have apologized way better. Yeah. In, in Irving, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cory Booker. I would like to say first and foremost that oh, yes. Cory Booker is the candidate I would most like to have sexual congress with. That's Ooh. fair. That is fair. And so at I this juncture, it. that equals votes. Great. <laughs> but As it should. Amazing. I'm willing to be swayed. What are your thoughts on him? I've, and do they involve Rosario Dawson? They. I mean, look, Rosario is a beautiful, beautiful woman. If she was running, I would feel great. Um, Cory Booker, I feel like, should wait. I feel like he's, he would be a strong candidate at some point. I feel like he doesn't need to run in 2020 because hmm. he's, A, young, and he still, like, can have a very robust career as a senator. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like, honey, wait till there's not four sheets of paper of candidates on the field because yeah. I don't think he'll get the nomination. No. 
He's like he's not even like soft in. seeming. Yeah. I think he would be a good uh, running mate. Yes, I, think, I agree. Yeah. I think I he would be a good running mate. He's he's fine. Like I have nothing against him personally. I, he's taking money from Big Pharma, which exactly. is like that's, and that's like yeah. the biggest yeah. complaint anybody that I know has about him is, yeah. is where he's getting his money from. Right. And I I, I just think he's he's not a standout. Mm-hmm. Nah. And. There is a, a very moving documentary about him and his political um, journey thus far. Mm. That made I would me rather Biden than lover. him. To, I don't think he has. You a know, if we're going chance, down in yeah. tears, and yeah. that says something because yeah. I'm not very big on Biden. Right. I think right. he's a fine gentleman. That yeah. Seems like I a want nice to guy. see prosper. Yeah. Who's hot? And he's hot, <laughs> but I don't think it's his time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. agree. I totally agree. Yep. Pete. Buddha judge. He's oh. gay. He's gay. He is married to a beautiful Jewish gentleman. I who love is very his good at social media. Very yes, good at Twitter. They are very good at social media. He is intelligent. He is Ivy League educated. He mm-hmm. speaks a multiplicity of languages. I do enjoy that. He's very young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's fresh. very young. He's very young yeah. and fresh. Um, and I just this is the this is always my comment about Pete P- P- Buttigieg. There's a step between mayor and president, and that's governor. So run for governor, and then run for president. Like it is, you are the mayor of not a big like it's South Bend, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me what you know about foreign policy, it's because funny. honestly, like I, I, I you have big, no big business. Though, my hard no with him is that he is against uh, people that are in in prison to vote. That's true. Yeah, I have a huge problem with that. Yeah, that is baby killers voting. But like, yeah, but baby killers out there voting anyway. Yeah, but if we know jail, you know what I mean? Like, if we know that you're a baby killer and you've been convicted and you haven't paid your debt to society. Well, it depends. Are you a Republican baby killer or a Democrat? I believe that everybody should have a voice because those those people that do like terrible, horrible crimes, they still have family on the outside. Some of them maybe have gotten uh, they're in jail for like murder. But it's, you know, second degree accidental mm-hmm. murder. And yeah. then they're going to come out of jail and they should be able to have some kind of dictation over what happens to them when they get out. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, I think there's so many levels yeah. to that. And so mm-hmm. I have a cold press against not letting people It's the argument of vote. like you go know. to prison to be to rehabilitated. Rapists um, are already voting. And we know that because half of the rapists aren't even in jail. No. I, yes, I know that. But if so we've like, caught if you people, raping... <laughs> Yeah, but like just you because you rape someone vote. doesn't mean that you also don't care about the environment. I don't you know, think, like that seems so insane. I think we have to, to look me. at it less in like general terms and be I like, think, so if you're if you're convicted of a non-violent felony, should you be able to I think vote? That's when true. You get yes, out of prison? I would go yeah, for that. I think that's I would go for that. There's a lot of people that are in jail for violent crimes that are unjustly targeted. Totally. And then I, I yeah. feel like it shouldn't be just a blanket statement. Totally. I don't under, uh, if someone's on death row, maybe. Yeah. I, well, I don't think they would have the opportunity. But I feel like just saying like you rape someone. So your opinion doesn't matter at all about the entire world is detrimental. Like we want them to try to come out and be better people. We want people to be better people. I understand if that argument. I find that. Yeah. Just I do. I do agree that like just saying like felons shouldn't be able to vote when they get out of prison. I I think is I have problematic. a huge problem with that. Yeah. For sure. yeah. So I think but it's I think like you have to vote in jail. Oh. You have to sort of take a you have to take a more nuanced approach. Um, Pete. Yeah. Who is listening to this? Of course he is. Mm-hmm. Um, Julian Castro. I kind of feel 
about him like I feel about Cory Booker. I'm just yeah. like you're you're very He's new. You're new. You're you are have done stuff, which is great. He's been around. Like he's, he's from San Antonio, I which I love. This guy. He, he's so Texan to me that he's, he's very almost Texan. a Republican. He's almost a Republican, but like right now, that's kind of that's kind of what you it's mean. an appeal to yeah. this race. Because if is like, it though? Are you going to lose people on the other end, on the lefty end? If mm-hmm. Not enough. Appeal? Not no, enough to make it count. People hate Trump too much that they would vote yeah. for All somebody right. who who may be a little more purple than mm-hmm. blue. Yeah. Purpley. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he's a strong contender. No. At all. I saw him on Bill Maher recently, and I was like, I think you need a nap. Like, not mm. like not to play oh, Trump like Sleepy bless. Julian, but, like, he just looked so run down and so kind of detached and disinterested. And I was like, okay. You're not going to make it through you're the not race. Gonna, no. Right. Like, He's not going to make it to the debates. Uh, There's April. no way. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> of 2019, <laughs> we honey. We haven't even had a debate. <laughs> First one in is, is in June. June. Um, And I feel like, you know, he has some good policies. I just feel like... He hasn't really, he has been around for a while, but I don't feel like he's defined himself yet as much as somebody can amidst this many candidates this early yeah, in the race. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel the same about him and Cory Booker. Yep. John Delaney is someone I know precisely dick about. <laughs> yeah. Ditto. Yeah. Same. Let me see a picture. He's from he the looks great state of Maryland. Like Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. And that he's old and white. Yep. No, I don't know. That's he's right. 56, which is not. Super it's old. It's not super old. No. Um, but he is certainly a, a Caucasian that's a, that's individual. That's going to be a no a, for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he just doesn't have. There's no. There's nothing, nothing about you. Him. Yeah. Now, can you remind me? I have in my mind that I am not about Tulsi Gabbard, but yes. I can't yeah. remember why. She traded, like, aren't She did, like, shady arms dealings with Syria? Is it Syria or Saudi Arabia? I thought it was Syria. No, you're probably so right. It was like she was, like, doing shady... Like arms arms yeah. trading with yeah. countries i think it was syria because i was like that's a really bad trade because saudi arabia you can sort of like brush under the rug and be like yeah you know he Oil. killed a journalist but like we're friends you know mm. whereas syria it's like it's, it's a it's a it's a war-torn country at this point it's uh, either way she's yeah. dealing in arms backdoor arms deals well whoa okay so what's that woman's name so Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. not she's that i would ever hawaii yeah yeah, yeah. not 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 good <laughs> that's some tea I how is she even on this list because she's because running she was running. one of the first yeah, two and yeah she was she got in super her. quick no 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 for many people that is not exclusionary that's exclusionary yeah. for me Kirsten Gillibrand is from the great state of New York. In my where city. we are sitting right now. And uh, she's feminism. And she's a lovely person. Mm-hmm. Somehow I'm... Neutral. I, I don't know much about her. I love her. I feel somewhat neutral. But I also like her a lot more than most of the field. Totally. Yeah. Well, she's very legitimate. As, she's super like, legitimate. You know, she's one of those people I'm like, wow, you, can, you definitely belong in this race mm. i think the problem because of the oversaturation and because mm. she like there's a lack of um like exciting press around her mm-hmm. um which is probably sexism at work i like sh- i feel like she gets kind of swept under the rug sometimes yep. and she isn't getting sort of the spotlight I that she really i mean she crushed it with that sexism on work because yeah she's not flashy she's not she's not flashy she's just like i've been voting and doing my job very she's well for many years very young <laughs> and that's why she with a hilarious husband People on twitter are giving her shit for encouraging al franken to step down oh yeah she got a lot of heat for that i mean full disclosure i used to intern in her office i think she's fantastic she um 
does she has worked across the aisle many times to get legislation at least to a vote if not passed so she worked with like ted cruz to get a bill i think it was either the um like the one about sexism uh sexual assault in the military or the one about campus sexual assault but like worked with republicans to bring that to the table um the people in her office are great super progressive but she also like comes from a conservative district in upstate new york where she that she flipped Republican to to Democrat and then has been consistently reelected with like large majorities. Ooh, so like, feeling, huh? yeah, yeah, she's like she's the real deal. And yeah. I, like the stuff about like she isn't in the press. Like I think part of that is sexism at work, but part of that is also I think a super smart campaign move because the like Pete uh-huh. Buttigieg has like nowhere to go. That's true. Like he he came out of the gate. No policy proposals, but was like super sexy and like not just like the look way, but in like the appeal way that yeah. people want in their candidates. And like he can release policy proposals, but he really has nowhere to go but down because if you don't like his policy proposals, right? Like you're not gonna feel like you could have liked him and then you won't feel him. If you liked him, great, you've already he's already got your vote and he didn't have to do that anyway. Yeah. But Kirsten, I feel like has she has released a bunch of policy proposals she's work, she's getting more and more press but she also has a record behind her and i think she's kind of playing the i think she's playing more of a general election game in yeah. my opinion i can see than her a primary like game. having sort of like a I'm ted really cruz trajectory from the last yeah. election where like suddenly like three months before the election we were like is ted cruz gonna get the nomination right like you remember that when it was like wait what yeah um because he just kind of came out of nowhere i yep. mean i hope she does not end up having a ted cruz trajectory like for the end point of it but i can definitely see like a you dark know, horse Jill a Brand. dark yeah. horse where like you start getting into these debates and if she qualifies for the debates i think she'll hold up super well and people will be like wait who is that right you know um, also, and get more engaged with her and get more engaged she also like she has raised the most of all the like she has the highest percentage of female donors mm. of any candidate interesting which is really interesting more than more mm-hmm. like yeah by like at least 10 percent. yeah they just released all the stats Love. so um there's that. Also, just to gush a little bit about her social media people, mm-hmm. they're fucking fantastic. And I follow her comms person on Twitter and like all of her stuff. And I think she probably thinks that I'm stalking her because she's Shout amazing. Out. Shout out <laughs> to she, her comms person. Her comms person. Cause. Um, they're great. They did this um, on Instagram. They did this video in the in the winter of her like they're like. <laughs> It's a video of her being like, I saw I, I saw a hill and it's covered in snow. Like, we got to go sledding. And she, like, made her campaign staffer stop and, like, go sledding down this hill. But she picks up this, like, kid because she's a mom, like, picks up a kid. Like, there's just family sledding, picks up this kid and goes down the hill with on the sled with this kid. And it's, like, so great because you can see, like, they've made this video of her being, like, a mom with kids yeah. on the campaign trail, like, it's great. I just, I love them and I cannot gush enough. You can cut that if you want, but I, I just had to tell this story. It's I'm so really great. Me yes, a believer. I was very neutral on her and yeah, now right. I'm I leaning. Like keep, keep an eye out. Yeah. It's She's our, also spent the last like six years laying the political groundwork in states across the country to like build up an organizing base, like 100%. She, in the last election in 2018, she put a lot of resources behind women candidates, especially women of color. So she's got like she's got ground game in in ways that like a lot of other people don't. Can't wait to see her ground game at work. Me too. Speaking of ground game, yeah, Mike Gravel 
Mm, no, nothing. Doesn't excite. I love this U.S. senator from Alaska from 1969 to 1981. Ooh. Darling, you're done. He is 88 years old. Honey. You're done. Go. No. Bless his heart. You're done. I mean, yeah, this is just one of those where it's like, this bum, is bum, not. Bum. Yeah. No. 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 Sorry. Well, how old's Burns? Because I feel Burns. He's in 77. Yeah, right. 70s, 70s, 70s. I know he's like and a skeletor, it's like, but he's amazing. To me, it's and not about like age. The youth is inside his bubble. But like the fact <laughs> that you were a senator, what? Yeah, no, that guy. Thirty out years of touch, ago, out of date. Yeah. What's he even look like? Let he's also a he looks like Bernie. He Sanders. looks like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> For a second, I thought it was mislabeled, but it's not because this Cause is here's, there's here's Bernie. Bernie yeah. No, no, that's yeah. a no from me. So he's, yeah. You know, I was feeling excited about Kamala Harris. Yeah, I'm not gonna toss that excitement away, but her policies regarding sex workers give me pause mm-hmm. well, what are her it's po- a hard stop on me yeah. with her What's, hard i know her um i didn't i don't know her sex worker policy so you should talk about that but i know that um the her record as attorney general when it comes to like prosecuting like low-level drug crimes the parents of truancy, truancy. Yeah. yeah truancy was really fucked up but the uh sex worker thing is what was that? she's Fast. fosta sesta she was she's like behind the main fosta sesta. proponent she was she put a block to back page and that was what began FOSTA, SASTA. She's trying to, quote, to allegedly stop trafficking, but she's really but she's putting a lot of to, sex workers in danger. She's not listening to the workers mm. at all. Wait, what's FOSTA? I don't know what that is. It's um, two laws that are supposed to stop trafficking. In California? No. Federal? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And started in California and then she proposed it federal. Got it. Got they, it. There was this proposal that said that it would stop trafficking to take all of the like sex ads off of Craigslist and back page. So you can't advertise your work anymore. Mm. So basically what that means is that it put if you prostitution do, back on, on the street. Mm. Yeah. So you have to have a pimp oh. or you have to have like. You have to walk, you know, like you can't just advertise your business anymore. No, like prostitution should just be legal. I don't understand why this is so hard. And then when people have brought that up to her, she's adamant that prostitution should not be legal, that sex workers should not have rights. I have a big... Oh, whoa. I had no idea about that side. Because there's so much trafficking in California, she has sort of like this hard line, but... I, um, there has to be a better way to stop sex trafficking without putting other people in danger but, while but they're why, doing their fucking job. It's absurd. But why, like, I don't understand what saying why saying sex workers can't sex work can't be legal has anything to do with sex trafficking. Like, I don't understand where the overlap. I mean, I get that they're related in content because you're like, like saying like for a good time call Patty or whatever, and they don't want that she's to be not anywhere. It's a legitimate job. business, yeah. Right. Yeah. She's just basically just spitting in the face of sex workers mm. and saying, "Oh wow," when they really need more protections, not less. Right. You know, right. It yeah. is fucking work because it's a fucking job. Right. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I no, definitely do not have the skills to do that job. I have. God, oh no. Are you too, kidding? Too I would tired. get five dollars. Yeah. Like I. I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> You could you could market that though. You could be like, "Come for a giggle." The worst, <laughs> worst night of your life. People are gonna be curious. They're gonna want to know. Dom, what the, I'd be like, "Yeah." <laughs> um, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I think I saw John Hickenlooper declare on Colbert. Ye- oh, oh, I don't know where he declared. Was it him? Was it him who declared? Down there. I did see somebody declare, but I swear to God, I've never seen the name Hickenlooper. John Hickenlooper? It's like a game of guess who. Yeah, oh. I don't pay attention. He's he's somebody who I'm like, I don't, I you have face. nothing. 
John but you're right. Uber. Somebody People, did declare he's on liked, He's well-liked in Denver, I think. Or um, in Colorado, where he's from. Which is great. I yeah. don't know. That's nice. Maybe I just it feel wasn't like, him. Okay. No, no, no. You could be right. I, I just... Somebody did... I can't remember who it was either. Some of these... More ho- than one Some of these declared. horses may yeah. sprint to the front of well, the race that we have no idea who they are. Kirsten announced her exploratory pack on Colbert. Right. So there is that. No, but a but white so, gentleman did, did just announce. Oh yeah. yeah. She was a white gentleman. A white gentleman, a gentleman, did gentleman de- not of color. Did not declare. Again. There you go. I would not mistake our girl Kirsten. <laughs> I would not mistake. I would not do it. So nobody else has any thoughts, feelings, or concerns about John Hickenlooper. I feel like he'll drop My out. only feeling I feel is like who? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have I have positive feelings toward like I because you have no negative feelings. I have, well, but I think he's he seems to be like a well liked person from his state. But like, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jay Inslee, he's from Seattle. That's a metropolitan area. I don't know very much about him other than we that. We love metropolises. Metropolis I. Metropolis I. Metropolis I. Metropolis I. <laughs> Is there what should I know about him? Anything? No. Mm-hmm. I believe he will drop out. All right, let's move on to Amy Klobuchar. <laughs> Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar berated her staff. She yeah. ate a salad with a comb. Oh, the she salad ate a salad with, with a comb. comb. Lady. Yeah. Does that uh, bar someone from the presidency eating salad with a comb? I'm so curious why she didn't just like use her hand. Yeah, I don't know. I would have I used my hands rather than a comb. To eat it with a comb? Yeah, it was like... I think it was to be <laughs> like, well, now look what I'm fuck having Fuck you. To you that didn't give me a fork. Look what you're making me do. Yeah. You could eat it with your fucking bank card if you want to be that gross. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, Amy! I would use pens as chopsticks. There's a million that's ways. Gross. That's genius. Salad, but I don't think a comb would have a been. Comb my, like, a comb was not. A comb is in your greasy move. hair. I'm not uh, eating it. Who also carries a comb? Like, I don't carry a comb. I don't no. carry a comb well, either. And it shows. Plane, though, right? She was on a plane, but. I may have a comb on a plane. Oh, really? Oh, if I, I, I would never have a week, comb on a plane. Because what do you brush your I comb my oh, hair. Oh, I use like a brush. Oh, I comb my hair. No, my hair's too thick. I comb my hair in the shower. I don't like to break my little ringlets. Sure. They're broken. But there's some in the back and they're really tiny. Your Shirley Temple Ringlet? No, don't. I have no ringlets. I want to. I want to be broken. Like <laughs> They're like two cowlicks that grow out underneath, and like, just stay crazy. Do candidates have to be nice to their staff to be president? Um, I think if, yes. Well, we so well I mean, not to not, be like what is right. This? It's like it's one of those things where it's like I. It's not enough for me to be like I. You. I'm. I'm you're off. I'm turning you off. Um, it is something to give me pause. Uh, is I, it a double standard that women are supposed to be nice? Of course yes. it is. Of course it is. I mean, it's a complete, like, the reason why this this story came out about her is because she's a woman. But like, what, do you think a dude, I mean, do you think anybody else would be like, give me, go fetch me the food comb? Like, that just seems. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the comb thing aside, that's just like a little <laughs> bit of erratic Trump, behavior. I don't pick, well, he probably can't comb it. And he no, would never he eat can't salad. Set, yeah, and, and he, he would, would not eat a, eat a salad. salad. from McDonald's. You think yeah. he's going to eat a McDonald's salad when there's so many other things from All right, McDonald's? I take it back. He would eat the lettuce on top of a burger from That's McDonald's. not a salad. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It could be a salad. Think about where it comes Listen, from. My grandmother would have called that a salad. It is lettuce of some form. That is yeah, a salad. It's green in nature. It. It's mayonnaise and beef fat. Um, that is a salad. <laughs> but yeah, Amy, I I don't know if she's a, a like a a true player in this race. She's stronger than some of the She's other ones. She's stronger than like some of the ones we've just Put talked your about. Hands yeah. in the air if you're a true player. Ah, uh, my hands uh, up. I like I Amy. I don't know enough about her to call any shots. I like her a lot, and mainly part part of the reason that I it's like she wasn't from Minnesota. Minnesota. I might not be as on board with her, but she is from the Midwest. She is. Mm-hmm. 
Totally. And I feel like she has those traditional she Midwestern has the traditional values. Midwestern we love the vowels. I mean, I nice. have no no reason to hate. She's yep. no Camilla Harris, so yeah, she's gotten a lot of stuff done. On. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of like, let me see what you do. Yeah, and I do love that. Like when she was on um, the Darling of the Left, Rachel Maddow show, um, she Rachel asked her this question point blank, like, "So what's up with uh, all the staff abuse?" <laughs> she didn't say it like that. Obviously, Rachel was like, "What did she say? Did I get any of this wrong in my retelling of how you?" Um, <laughs> but Amy, <laughs> but Amy Klobuchar basically was like. Yeah, I'm hard on my staff. And a lot of my staff go on to like work in the White House and work in agencies. And people leave because uh, Rachel had asked about why she had such um, high turnover in her staff mm. rates. And she was like, I send a lot of my people to really important places. Mm. I train them well and then they go work hard for somebody else. So like. Meaning they're applying for other jobs while they're working for her because they hate where they work. Possibly, mm-hmm. but Possibly. she spun it yeah, really I mean, well. Yeah. Rachel, yeah, yeah, Rachel asked that question because Amy's team was like, Okay, yeah, ask her this question. Right. We have a great answer for it. <laughs> You're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. definitely keep an eye out for Amy. Yep. We'll see how where, where the wind takes her. Yeah. Wayne Messam, a gentleman of color. We That's love a gentleman of color. Uh, what he, else should I know? It, that he was the, the mayor of Miramar, Florida? Literally never heard of the city that you Miramar? represent. Miramar? No, no, no. Miramar. 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 Um, what was that? Myanmar. 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 Look, Florida. that was a shot in the dark. That could be a different pronunciation. Uh, yeah, he's not uh, an actual contender in this I race. I know nothing about him. No. Uh, Seth Moulton, I also know nothing about. He's Does anybody nothing. know anything about him? No, he just got in. He literally started in 2015. Sit down. Mm-hmm. But I do know about Beto, Beto. O'Rourke. Beto. People are hyped about him. Did his Vanity Fair cover help or hurt him? I think it hurt him. Probably hurt. It made him seem somehow less legitimate. Yeah, what was the phrase? I I was born to be the president. I was like, and any, literally any respect I had for you has gone out the window. Bye-bye. I I do know that things sometimes get taken out of context when it's like part of a longer things so maybe it was framed differently yeah yeah i mean i loved what you know i loved what beto did in the texas race against ted cruz i think he invigorated texas in a way that like we i mean because i'm originally from texas and i was just like what in is going on over there so close it was very exciting it was very exciting and he he you know got texas to like try purple for like a second you know and that's exciting i think he would be a great running mate agreed and i don't see him winning the presidency this time around he's another one where i'm like yeah. honey like wait you know come back i also just feel you like you don't need to do this now yeah i don't know he did that like his um campaign announcement was you like, hated it i i texted everybody i knew because he did this thing where he would like he was in a restaurant in a cafe standing on a fucking table oh the table the table like the this, best this, he loves standing he on, loves standing on, on things. surfaces yes he does he does like to be elevated have you seen the memes where it's like uh when you play that game where it's lava ground oh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the floor is the always floor lava. lava oh First my god that's so true but he did this thing where he was like you know he's standing up and he's like talking to people and being very effusive about how he feels about things without actually like talking about any kind of policy. And then he's like the whole time he like bends over at the hip in this like yeah. weird way where he's like, you don't like his mannerisms. I don't like his mannerisms. It's very chicken. 
It's very yeah. chickeny. He needs an acting coach. He needs yeah. like an Alexander Technique person do to come movement. in and do some movements stuff with him. Yeah. But also in the middle, like this guy asked a question about like, do you think we should legalize marijuana or pot or whatever he called it? And Beto like <laughs> as the kids call as it. As the kids call it. <laughs> and Beto like took off his sweater after this guy asked the question. And Beto was like, I'm not. I'm not taking off my sweater because. Because you asked about pot. <laughs> I'm just like, it's really hot in here. And he took off his sweater and his arms were like, his armpits were like drenched in sweat. Now, I'm not faulting him for sweating. And then he like continued to like roll up his sleeves as he answered this gentleman's question. But the whole time I'm watching it and I was like, I'm sorry, Kirsten Gillibrand is like shellacked to a T because she's a woman presidential yeah. candidate. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she like a woman cannot go out like. Amy Klobuchar in the snow is like the closest you can get to being unkempt as a female right. presidential candidate. Totally. Correct. And the fact that Beto can go on MSNBC or like, you know, national television, not just that. that with whatever. pit stains with talking pit about jazz stains. cigarettes. Right. Yeah. Like that is talking not okay. Yeah. It's Wait, a different. Was it Biden that also just spoke out against legalizing marijuana? Did he? Oh, Joe. One of them did. And oh, I, I didn't, like, I didn't see that. I haven't seen that. One it doesn't of the bees, me. One of the B brothers. <laughs> B bros. <laughs> you know those bees. So yeah, Beto, great running mate, not going to win. Tim Ryan, I don't know anything about him. Oh, he's from Ohio. He is from Ohio. Yep. You take this one. I mean, I know people, he's, you know, any Democrat in Ohio is like beloved by the Democrats in Ohio. Except yes. for Sherry Brown. I know Democrats who don't seem to like Sherry Brown. I like Sherry Brown a lot and actually was really sad that he's not running. Oh, interesting. And I think he got out so that Biden, like, I think, I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like he got out because he and Biden had a tete-a-tete, like, I'm going to run. You You know what I mean? Like, I think that's where I think that came from. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he got out of it pretty early. And I was like, really? Sure. Like, you actually could have won it. Yeah. I Which feel brings like that's us the kind of gossip that happens in the back room. Of yeah, the yeah. Right. Show. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. That closet. Yeah. Bernie Sanders. Mm. Who's you know, feeling the burn? He's my man. I love him. I on love policy. Bernie. On policy. Sure. I think yeah. He's great. I think that it's going to be hard for him because a lot of people hold the last election against him. And I think that's what he would have to overcome. But I think totally. on policy, I love him. My my biggest issue with Bernie that I have a hard time dealing with is that he's not a Democrat. Mm-hmm. 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 He That's is an, an independent. independent. Yep. He is a fan. And I love that. I love that it's he's true. an independent. And, but yet he is running on the Democratic platform using the Democratic resources mm-hmm. to be an independent. To be it, to try. Well, I mean, I'm like, you then run as an independent if that's what you are. Right. But you're just trying to have your cake and eat it too. Yep. You're not a Democrat and that's okay. Right. But don't like try to present yourself as one because because also you you have so much anger about the democratic party and how it works and and you know and i think to a fault at sometimes but i do like the fact that he has pulled the democratic party left true i mean i think he's for sure yeah i think a lot of people in the democratic party were left i think he made it okay for them to say so out loud Mm -hmm. and i think there's a little bit of a difference there I don't, not that it, you know, what the value is in that, who the fuck knows. But my problem with Bernie is like, 
I do not that I hold the last election against him, but I do think there are things that haven't changed for him from the last election to this election. Um, namely that like as the presidential candidate, it doesn't matter how good your policies are really if you don't have the support in Congress to get them passed. And he True. doesn't show any sign. He didn't last in his last presidential campaign and really hasn't shown any sign of, in, of it in this campaign of wanting to support and work with the candidates who are coming up through he's Congress. Not he's yeah. not a negotiator. He's not good at like getting people on board with his policies. And it's great to have like good policies and big ideas that are going to help the middle class. Like I, I would love that. Yeah. But you have to get the people on board with your yeah. policies. Yeah. You actually, you have a vote in the Senate. Just one. Honey, and it's you, an independent. You need more than that. And you need the whole other legislative branch. So like, I just don't know that he, has learned that lesson with that said he has a great chance at like right now going against donald trump i think he but does. they all do i don't mm. think they all no, do all. Oh, oh. not, not all not all not <laughs> all like, no i mean the ones that we like actually talked about not like oh, yeah. you know oh, see there's some John more Delaney. than others that i think don't have a chance and but it but in the no, I mean but in yeah, the I mean in the polls that there's so many people that we don't just despise. Right. No, no. I yeah, mean there's yeah. nobody here positive. who I despise. No, there are people there's, who I'm like you need to just Yeah, there's people I'm just like you have no business being job. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't despise anybody. No. I just yeah. Literally like I, I think all of the n- major candidates who had some name recognition before they got into the race all poll better than Donald Trump. So it's and he he only polls better than Donald Trump by like a percentage point or half or two better mm. than the rest of the people in that poll that are Democratic president. Yeah. Okay. So this but idea also, that like I'm he can shocked every time at how well Donald Trump polls. Yeah. There's always going to be that's at least 30 percent of this country that's like racist as fuck and hates Jewish people and just like wants that's their game. <sighs> There's like that's just that many people. We just have to sort yep. of sit with that. All so that that's to say, our fucking base number. Yeah, base <laughs> that's our base percent. Thirty percent. Work with that. Yeah. Eric Swalwell, I believe, is the Caucasian gentleman that I saw declare on Colbert. Now that I'm looking oh. at no, he de- I think he declared on Bill Wait, Maher. I saw that. Maybe down, which is, guy he's is right there. He's right there. Because oh. I just watched that episode of Bill, Bill Maher. He may have done both. He may have done both. I know nothing I feel about like him either. I also feel like he might have declared, like you're saying. On Colbert. On yeah. Colbert. I definitely just watched that episode of Bill Maher. And Colbert. it was a shock to Bill Maher that he, he was like, did you just announce? Yeah. But maybe he did like a simultaneous. Yeah. Like he, he said that he wants to listen to all Americans. But that doesn't oh. really tell me that much about. <laughs> well, much. he's a good listener. He's right, a good boy. Okay. I just feel but like he also... Like if you see him talk, he's great. He's super smart, knowledgeable, doing a lot of good stuff. He's like one of the only people who goes on Fox News and like talks to that side of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of me also just and the way that I want to get Beto like an Alexander Technique coach, I feel like Eric Swalwell needs um, like a speech coach, not mm. like his diction, but he gets so like he's very closed down and and like doesn't under like his mouth doesn't move with his thoughts sometimes oh, he's just a little jilted i would love for him to loosen up loosen maybe take up, a yoga Eric. class i yes. love this, yes. I love this. Yes. he could roll down his spine oh. mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. great vp pick uh yep. not president nope which brings me to my pick i was lying <gasps> when i said that i was going with my libido i actually 
am all about Elizabeth Warren. She yeah. is my current pick. I like that she has ideas. Yeah, mm-hmm. she got a lot of policy. My ideal ticket is Warren and Bernie VP. Oh wow. A lot of people I don't keep see him saying, taking a VP pick, but that would be crazy. He's an, but how that would be wild. That I know. Or I take it's a love Bernie story. with a warm VP. That would be some New England but, realness. Nothing. But would I would also done. rather see Bernie keeping his like, you know, trying to do something where even though he's not successful, but making a voice there because VP doesn't really do the. Yuck. But yeah. it would ni- be nice to see that uh, like environmentally conscious person on the ticket totally sure. you know we like love bernie the really gets me on the environmentalism sure Warren absolutely isn't really speaking too much about that but she is on the pipeline but bernie is like the environmental he's Superman. yeah that's like his been his ticket mm. for you know and i that really and appreciate Medicare that for all. and i just want him i just want that fucking foot in the ocean Without yeah. any plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People keep saying, well, Elizabeth Warren is basically the same as Hillary Clinton, and Hillary Clinton didn't win, and that's why she's really? not going to win. That's crazy. Who says that? Who are only getting, like, snapshots? So that's what we have to think about is, like, yep. you know, there's people who are getting such small amounts of actual information yeah. that yeah to somebody who's like mm. maybe just watching fox news yeah, or even maybe like they can't, tell the difference. they can't tell the difference because but you're not to me, engaged hillary was just legacy that i thought that's why people didn't totally. like her because it but was it's legacy yeah. politics yeah. and it's also a sexism and that she thing. already <laughs> had so much invested yeah. in all this other stuff she was like going to be rolling right back into the old game yeah right. I'm that's into what i Elizabeth thought Warren. Warren i'm into her not. being in these streets being like women of color die should not die birth. while they're giving yeah. birth so Fuck much yes. more than other women and it's fucked up she's like i want to knock out college debt see that's where okay i like Gillibrand is one of my top picks but because for I liked Elizabeth Warren, and then for a while she would go on every TV show, and she would be like, "Americans deserve better. We have to be better." And I was like, "I yes, agreed. We were there Everyone with you agrees. three years ago. You have to give me something that you're gonna do to make my life better. like. What are you and gonna now do? She's coming and now she, out and now she's hard. girl coming out because she's coming out of the woodwork. When she came out with that college cancellation thing, I was like, oh. Wrap this up with Andrew Yang saying, I saw an interesting interview with him. His whole platform is giving people money. Yep. They're Great. being just like a baseline income for every person in America, and they just get that check. Yep. I don't know if it's He's monthly also or the annually. Ex-Goth. Oh, very proud of being the ex Is oh. Andrew Yang an ex goth? Yes. Ooh. They want to skate off between Yang and Beto. <laughs> is this real? Yes. I hate men. Yes. Because <laughs> Beto, Beto likes to talk about, oh, he, he wants to have Arcade Fire uh, reunite for his inaugurational party. Oh, and shut the fuck up. Yang has said that he, it would be the first ex-goth uh, on the party ticket. Oh, my God. And no. both of them. No, Buddha I'm Judge sorry. wants Fish to play the inauguration. Oh I'm sorry. So that's disqualifying in and of itself. I just what? feel like, don't talk about who you want at your inauguration, no. honey. We have so no. much to yes. do. Surprise us with your bad taste. Yeah. yeah. The primaries were tomorrow. Who's getting your vote? I already said oh. that Elizabeth Warren was getting mine. Callie, who gets your vote if the primaries are tomorrow? All the way to the bank and still while sitting in the booth, it would be between Warren and Bernie. Okay. All the way, I still can't decide, but definitely those two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lizzie. 
That's hard. That's really hard. I think right now, if I'm... Tulsi Gabbard. (laughs) Tulsi. It's Tulsi. Uh, No, I'm torn between Kirsten and Warren. I'll say Warren right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, same. Kirsten and Warren. Arden, as a former campaign staffer, what is your advice for listeners who really want to throw their time and energy behind their favorite candidate? Uh, Mm. What kind of volunteering in your experience actually makes the biggest difference? I mean, the face-to-face, I mean, if you're talking about uh, in order of effectiveness, effectiveness, it's always face-to-face contact that is the best. So, So door knocking. So door knocking. So if you have a candidate that you're super excited about, register for their volunteer thing, like any website that you go to for them if they have smart people working for them will have a splash page that says when you go to their website that pops up that's like do you like mike gravel you can volunteer (laughs) here put in your email address and like and then they will reach out to you and send you you know information whatever phone calls are generally like the second most effective um and what they do now we did it um for the campaign that i was on it's pretty standard now to have like um a phone banking, like a remote phone banking. So you can pass out, you can give people who want to make phone calls for you. You can give them a login to a phone banking platform and you can call people in Michigan from New York city and say like, and they give you a script and it's like, hi, I'm Art and I'm calling from the so-and-so campaign for, for Congress in Michigan in your That's district. Really good for getting to the red States. Yeah. yeah. Um, we should do a let's get civic phone Oh, we should. Yes, yes we should. totally should. Oh, my God. Guys, we're, do we're doing it. Well, <laughs> Lizzie and Arden, are you feminists? Yeah, I am. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I, oh, yes. Pause. I mean, I love I support women. What, do you, what does feminism mean to you? I think that I will tell you this. Great. That a feminist, if you look it up in the dictionary and if you ask me personally. Tell me. Is someone who believes in the equality of genders when it comes to politics, when it comes to society, when it comes to rights and privileges in the world, that uh, all genders should be equal. Yep. Then fuck yes. Hell yeah. Great. Yeah. Love it. Love I, that definition. You know, I love men yeah. and they are my equal in every respect and uh, sometimes less. Thank you guys so much for coming. Oh my God. Oh my Good God. <laughs> You're a delight. I would like to take the briefest of breaks and then when we come back, I'm going to ask Lizzie. I'm going to ask Arden. Hopefully they're going to ask us, what you watching? Before we get back to the show, I want to tell you about our new sponsor, Wolfie Vibes Publicity. If you're working on a new project and find yourself in need of a kick-ass publicist who communicates well and works tirelessly to get you the coverage you're after, consider going to Wolfie Vibes Publicity. Wolfie Vibes Publicity is a female-owned and operated boutique PR firm that will get you where you need to be. And you'll even have fun in the process. Get in touch via wolfievibespublicity.com for details and quotes. And tell them that Pop-Tart sent you. And we're back. As is the custom on the show, we like to find out what our guests are watching. And when I say what you're watching, I mean movies, television, books, podcasts, the writing on the bathroom wall, any pop culture that you are consuming, we want to know what it is because it's probably cool. Lizzie, what you watching? Bum, 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 this. Bum, 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 Game of Thrones. Show me your dragon. I know. What do we say to the god of death? Not today. Um, I'm watching Game of Thrones, obviously. Obvi. We had a very big episode happen this past weekend. Oh, my God. 
you know, you know, I'm looking at you. Which was your favorite feminist point? There was so much. Oh, there was so much. I mean, I mean, what did the dudes even do? The dudes. I'm like, why were you there? You shouldn't have come. Um, I think it was the um, the little red witch. We had the red. We had the red witch. We had Aria uh, Mormont. Mormont. Oh, yeah. She was probably my favorite. She was my favorite. Love her. Shout out to her. So I am watching the fuck out of Game of Thrones right now. Awesome. Yeah. It's very exciting. Arden, what you watching? I have started watching. This is new for me because I never watch TV shows as they air. Mm-hmm. I'm always like I am a girl who binge watches. Fair. Um, we love a binge. My, so I love a good binge. I let it all build up. Literally have almost a full season of Grey's Anatomy in my Hulu. Wow. That's first wow. seen it. Wow. It's, my, I, it's my like I still love that show. Should it be on still? Who the no. fuck knows? But Ellen Pompeo, I love Look, that girl. I want. I, th- I have. Um, so this is new for me that I'm watching a show and I'm like waiting for the next episodes. I've started watching Gentleman Jack, which is oh, the I new so HBO good. show. I fucking love Do you watch it. Gentleman Jack? I just saw the first episode. Oh, it's so good. The second episode was out last night. I love it so much. I've never heard of it. No. Is it really? (gasps) Callie. Oh my God. It's on HBO and it's based on a real diary. It's a real diary. We love real diaries. So it's the diary of Anne Lister. And this is from 1832, Yorkshire, West Yorkshire, England. Hell yeah. She is a lesbian, like pretty much out low key, but she dresses butch. Like everybody knows. She's, okay. She's androgynous. I wouldn't say she's butch. Is she soft? Well, she's butch? androgynous, yes, but she's wearing a top hat when women she didn't. Is. Do you know, like, yeah. I would she's, say that is the butch of the time. She's that 18th is the century butch. Wearing yeah. a totally. tails and a totally. hat. Yeah, and the way that she walks, like Saran Jones, I and am with. Love. It's such love. a good show. It's so good. Well, that's exciting. I want to watch That's it. what I'm watching. Yes. Callie, I know that you're watching Gentleman Jack. I know that you're watching Game of Thrones. What else are you watching? I'm over here trending. You're trending. Uh, really? You're two for two. That's trending because I love that. the best thing, better than the Game of Thrones fight. Oh my God! What was last night's episode of Barry? Of Season Barry. two, episode mm. five. This was I rewatched this fight scene twice. So Barry <sighs> is Bill Hader's show where yeah. he is like a uh, a contract killer who's trying to take some acting classes (laughs) and it's a really good show but this episode was insane he has to fight this younger girl she's probably like in middle school i am convinced she had uh, modern dance training and then i googled it and her parents are both stunt uh choreographers oh my god and she's been a stunt double in a marvel movie and she's just like this young stunt maniac. And they had, it wasn't CGI. They had her wired. This was the while She's like a feral fucking squirrel. And she jumps on Is the she refrigerator like a teen? and jumps like on. When you say young. I'm talking middle school. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. And she beats up Bill Hader. Like he's fighting her that. dad. I don't want to give too many spoils, but oh my God. If you've never seen Barry, just skip to this episode. The choreography was amazing. It was better than any fight scene. Like, I mean, stabbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some I know. pivotals. I understand. choreography. On the whole. Mark. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, my God. My mind was blown. The yeah. actress's name is Jess Giacomazzi. Okay. 
And she's just starting out, but whoo, I want her in Bust Magazine whenever this child is of age. I, she's so fresh, she doesn't have an age on her IMD list. <laughs> what have you been watching? I'm so glad you asked. Mm-hmm. It's the year that I encounter Harry Potter. <gasps> oh, wow. Never seen any? Well, no, I saw a couple of the movies in theaters, mostly because other people I knew were into it. Yeah, wow. But I haven't seen all of them, and I had never read any of the books. And so... um. This week, I just finished book two, The Chambre of Secrets. Oh, my God. I still really like Harry Potter. Surprise, Harry Potter is good. I think other people are good. No, but I I like the fact that um, Christian, like hardcore conservative Christians are very right that uh, the Harry Potter books do make the occult sound awesome awfully cool they super do. Cool. to the kids and i'm like wow this this occult stuff is great yeah yeah yep. yep. um i between that and buffy <gasps> oh, love oh buffy. my god buffy is the best <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i don't actually know from buffy so maybe she'll you be haven't next watched oh, you haven't watched buffy? buffy i watched like one or two and i wasn't feeling it but i'm willing to give it another well, you got riverdale and there's so much oh i love riverdale yeah <laughs> you would i feel if like you, you would love riverdale, buffy yeah. love- you just gotta like season one is 90s cinematography it's so 90s, 90s storytelling and, yeah. and you lamps and the lamps and you've oh. got to like you have you have to watch it because it's there are people that they introduce who like go away but then come back and there's like context in those shows for later episodes but it's and it's it's just great you have to i feel like you would just like yeah. forgive the 90s right. cinematography because that's probably what I'm check back in with you. no i don't watch riverdale Dang. my uh luscious research assistant and i have we watched the entire season one of Love After Lockup on Hulu because it just appeared oh God, on Hulu. Yes. The premise what? being She's been talking that about at work people um, go on these websites where you can be pen pals with with the incarcerated yeah. and they fall oh. in love and then they have these really fucked up, like very intense phone and letter relationships and then the person gets out and is like, hey baby, I'm out. Let's do this. Let's and they're like, get no. married and be in love and then they're like, oh shit. Like, Basically, the women are incredibly insecure, jealous harpies who love the fact that their hot felons were incarcerated because they knew where they were and what they were up to at mm-hmm. all times. Mm-hmm. But the minute that man has like just the suissant of freedom, they lose <laughs> their goddamn minds. They're like so jealous. They can't take it for even an instant. They're melting down. It's um, it's sad to watch, and the men are trick ass marks and mark ass tricks. Oh my god, what was wow. the one you guys were talking about I today watch in the office about the guy with the model? And- well, yeah, there was a guy who like got a uh, he started writing letters to a legitimate like Russian model who was in jail for five years for having using distributing heroin everything that you can do involving heroin doing all the things for five years and he found like this legit model he's like oh i've got a locked up model <laughs> and so he like was there like ready to be her fiance like waiting for her with her parents like when she got out of jail and then he's like there were multiple scenes of him with his friend and his friend's like so how's it doing how's it going with your fiance he's like well 
I'm concerned. She's sick all the time. And I wonder. Oh. And his friend is trying to break it to him. He's like, yeah. perhaps she's, she's got a bag. Oh, done. She grabbed the first bag she found. And she and, got out of there. And uh, he is like, wait, what do you mean? Like, he doesn't even know. He's a Marine. He doesn't even it's know enough about heroin. catfishing oh. bullshit. It's always military people because they just don't know anybody where they're docked. And they use internet so much <laughs> oh, for dating. No. And that, my friends, is what I've been watching. Ooh, we went on a voyage. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to our new producer, Aoife McMahon, and to our luscious audio engineer, Logan Del Fuego. Muy caliente. And to our girl gang at Bust Magazine. You can find me on Twitter at Emily Rems. You cannot find Callie on Twitter. Do Especially not even try. now that the, the, the fucking white supremacist bullshit. You will not find me on Twitter. What about you guys? Are you on the socials? Yes, we are on the socials. I am uh, at Arden, A-R-D-E-N underscore Juliana, J-U-L-I-A-N-N-A. That's my name. I spelled it right. Um, I'm both Instagram and Twitter. And I'm on Twitter at Lizzie the Rock. And on Instagram at Lizzie the Rock Stewart. Lizzie with an I E, Stewart spelled not like the mouse. So <laughs> you can email us both. I'm at Emily Rems at bust.com. Callie W at bust.com. And you can learn more about this show at bust.com slash pop charts. And finally, please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. We don't want to be like some fakakta love after lockup on Hulu where like you think you know <laughs> us, but you don't really know us because like we're just locked away where like nobody knows our true selves. <laughs> we want to be a part of your life where there's <laughs> no secrets between us and we're totally in each other's business. The only way that's going to happen is if you listen to us, rate us, review us, subscribe to us on iTunes slash Apple podcasts. It really <laughs> helps us get the word out and we super duper appreciate it until next time. Mwah!